Do you ever struggle with doubts and fears about homeschooling your children? Do thoughts of leaving educational gaps, feeling unprepared, or worrying about meeting state standards keep you up at night? How about simply comparing your kids to the neighbors or their friends or to what their grandparents think they should be learning? Today, we're going to dive straight into the heart of homeschooling anxiety, and we're going to discover how you can transform fear into confidence. I'm Katie Keene, and you are listening to Her Home and Heart Podcast, where we conquer overwhelm by pursuing balance through holistic living, holistic homeschooling, and family connections. You are in the right place if you want to replace frustration with peace and master creating a loving sanctuary in your home. I am here to journey with you as we make space in our minds, hearts, and homes to enjoy our parenting and homeschooling journey while seeing clearly the blessing we are giving our family as our way of honoring God. Whether you are a slightly seasoned homeschooling parent or just starting out, this episode is packed with wisdom and encouragement that will help you to embrace the freedom and the joy of educating your child at home. I remember the days where my kids' education was so scary to me. It was so overwhelming. I could not calm myself. I kept thinking, I'm going to leave gaps in their education. I know uh, somehow I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not trained enough. I'm not, I'm not enough to teach them. How am I going to do this? Am I going to ruin them? Is this the worst decision I have ever made as a mom? <laughs> it's so sad to me that I suffered like that. And I remember reaching out to every single expert I could possibly reach to. I was emailing all the women who were way ahead of me on their homeschool journey who had blogs and I was on their email lists and I was asking every person I could possibly find in person who who had ever homeschooled or knew about homeschooling. And I said, how do I know I'm going to do right by my kids with their education, that I'm not missing important things that I don't know that I need to teach them? I spent about three and a half years on this journey. It was agonizing. I still cringe when I think about it today, (laughs) but it has given me such a compassion because this is the kind of thing moms say to me every day. I read this from so many of my precious group members as they're entering the group. I see this in strings on Facebook Messenger. I see this in homeschool groups. This is a common question and a very common fear. So if this is you, if you are a mom who's having these same questions, how do I know? Today's episode is for you. So I was reading in Facebook just this week also another precious mom. She hasn't been homeschooling for very long. And she said, you know, kindergarten moms, can you give me some wisdom? If you are a past or present kindergarten mom, have you ever done any sort of unschooling or stopped teaching science before the end of the year? She said her five-year-old just loves science. They are flying through the books. And she said, but she doesn't know. Is she Does she need to figure out a whole new curriculum to add on? Or how does she know if she's done enough? Or can they just begin working on hands-on science? And they already live on a farm. They're already involved in 4-H and they're also planting a spring garden. And she lists all the books that they've already done just this year. And I'll tell you that myself as an adult would not be able to make it through all of these books um, (laughs) if they were at my level. So for a kindergartner, I am extremely impressed. This mother expresses that she is so scared because she 
thinks it's more than enough for kindergarten, but we do live in a state where there are reviews and we have to do uh, portfolios and that sort of thing. And of course, we must always honor our state law, even if we don't like them. And the mom is very, very worried about how does she juggle this? She's worried she's going to end up boring her daughter next year if they continue on using more and more of these books and curriculum. I wish I could sit down with this mommy and just tell her what I learned, what other veteran moms taught me, which was, it's okay. Your goal as a mother, your goal as a homeschool teacher is to partner with your child in learning. You are going to have gaps. Every single school will leave gaps. No school system is the same as other school systems. Even within the same county, schools will be teaching different things. Different teachers teach different things. There is more standardization now than there ever used to be, but that does not mean that it is good or high quality or what that child needs or appropriate for those ages either. Private schools teach different things than public schools. There is no true regulation, nor should there be. We as parents, as homeschool parents, have this beautiful gift, this freedom to be able to teach our children how to learn. This is the key. So I'm going to say it again. And so if you've drifted, if your kid is trying to get you to help them get a snack, (laughs) please just one minute, focus for a second. Your job as a homeschool educator is to teach your child how to learn. And to teach them to love to learn. And when they grow up, they will know how to learn and they will love doing it. And any gap that they ever would have had, could have had, will have, they will fill when they need it. They will know how and they will chase it with a passion. And that is the best thing that you can do for your child. And a number of the veteran homeschool moms that all resoundingly came back to me with that message are some of my homeschool heroes. I am so thankful for them. And it took me a while to really let it trickle down into my conscience as to what that meant and what that looked like. But I have witnessed it happen here in my home. And not only that, I have witnessed the power of that helping a child with a diagnosis list that was so long that it felt hopeless. Be able to bloom far beyond whatever any of the expectations were outside by professionals for what that child would be able to accomplish. When you enable and equip your child with a love of learning, with the knowledge and tools for how to learn, not just rote memorization, now we have access to information at our fingertips. It's like never before. Why would we need to sit and teach our children rote memorization? Although please do teach your children Bible verses. We need to hide those in our hearts. We don't need access in our brains to all these random facts. We now can go and access that information online. We don't even have to wait to go to the library anymore. Spend the time teaching your child to use the tools, to understand the world around them, to be able to roll up their sleeves and be a doer, to accomplish things, not to just be a consumer, but to be a producer, somebody who actually pours out into their world, into their community around them and learns that way and is willing and able to help those around them and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. This is what we must teach our children. Having a connection in our homes, between our hearts, working through those moments of anxiety, working through those moments of 
frustration and sibling conflict and being exhausted as a parent or triggered as a parent because we come into this whole parenting thing with our own traumas and it is so difficult. So teaching children how to resolve conflict, how to have a healthy relationship, how to relate with others in the world around them, how to walk through conflict resolution skills and steps, those are so valuable. Even things like the trades, they are becoming a missing art out there. And the society needs people who know how to do a quality job in any of the trades. Let your children learn them. Give them options, open doors for them. When you stop comparing yourself and your child to what the public school is teaching or what the private school is teaching or how they're teaching it, and is my child measuring up to the neighbor? Is my child measuring up to their friend? Is my child measuring up to what their grandparents expect of them? Is the child measuring up to what I falsely expect of them because I see that child and their knowledge as a reflection of me? But instead, we enable our child to go and to do and to learn and to be able to be a person who truly can accomplish anything they want to because we have given them the tools and the understanding of how we will create the most brilliant of people. They will be more equipped than even the best private school. And interestingly, I did read recently that the best, most elite private schools teach problem solving teach reasoning and logic. They teach people how to think. So if you want your child to have something better than an elite private school education, go teach your child how to think. Teach them how to do things for themselves. Teach them how to learn what they need to learn. So I'll end with this piece of hope years ago, and I wish I had written down (laughs) how to find this again, but see if you can find it yourself. I read a study that said that there was a batch of people who were adults who had missed out on doing the standard K to 12 math. Something had happened. They just hadn't accomplished it. And they wanted now to do some form of a career that required math. These people were entered into this study because the researchers wanted to know how long would it take your now adult, average adult, how long would it take them to acquire the skills that a kindergarten through 12th grader has now spent 12 years learning? It took when those people applied themselves, had the desire to do it, and understood how to learn it, it took them six months. Blew me away. I must go find that study. If one of you finds it first, please send it to me. Come in the group, send it to me, or find my Facebook page and just message me. But I was so comforted by that knowledge that when you teach a child how to learn, to know how to go after it, you no longer have to worry about what are they learning? Are they measuring up? Of course, look at your state laws and the state standards. You must abide by the law. That is even in the Bible. And so make sure you are meeting the law and you're translating what your student is doing properly into the kind of educationalese, education language to show what your child is learning. So track what they are learning. Make sure you track it well. You will also feel better about it for yourself. But allow that child to learn deeply and widely and with passion. And you will be so surprised. The things that I now watch my two oldest children do, the things that they have accomplished, I literally cannot take credit for. I can credit the Lord and I can credit the fact that I had wise women who poured into me and said, teach them how to learn. (laughs) Teach them to be passionate about learning. And that I did. And that I took the fearful step of letting go. That was the scariest part. Letting go. Being willing to stand firm when I was being 
investigated by questioning friends or questioning family that really made me wonder, did I make the right decision for my family? When I would let go of that fear and say, I know I made the right decision. This is hard. This is scary. It's unknown territory for our family. We did not grow up homeschooling, but this is what we know we are called to. And I let go of the comparison. That is the only credit I can take. But the things that I watch them do, the abilities, the skills, I now ask my children for so many of their skills to be applied into what I'm doing even right now for you. My son has helped me with the audio engineering in this podcast many times because I have, you know, I don't learn it as quickly. He's very proficient. He now can build websites and funnels and YouTubes and podcasts and understands business better than many people that I know and is not even in his 20s. <laughs> and, you know, the dog sitting that my daughter has learned to do and as a as a young teen began to understand how to put together so that someday she'll be able to actually have a real functioning business because she'll have acquired those skills and over the last two and a half years has little by little piece by piece added this bit of knowledge and that bit of knowledge you can do the same thing with your children babysitting or odd jobs with gardening or weeding you can teach your children these things and then you will also watch them just fly and do things that you can't even imagine them doing, but also with diagnoses, maybe they would have never been able to do. <laughs> so I hope that leaves you encouraged. I am praying for you. I have some very exciting news, very exciting news. We are working very hard on building a tiny little family business and it's kind of a surprise, but if you want to know about it, I have set up a page that spills the tea. No pun intended. So if you go to herhomeandheart.net slash waitlist, you will not only have the opportunity to get on the waitlist for any kind of goodies as we begin getting this stood up and practicing it, but you can also read a little blurb of the story of what's happening. And I'll have a lot more to share as we go, but that is herhomeandheart.net slash waitlist. At some point, that link may change. So if you're listening to this a long time in the future, go over to linktree slash family success, and I'll have updated information in there. <laughs> but for now, if you want the story and you want it now, I cannot wait to share it with you. It's going to be the partnering of tea and self-care and helping special needs families. So going to be quite the exciting thing. I am really excited to unfold more of that to you. I will be praying for you this week. I hope I see you in the Facebook group. Go hop onto the waitlist page and check it out. And I will talk to you again soon. I'd like to thank CTC Math for contributing to keeping this podcast on the air. It's a very convenient program for busy moms like me. Head over to ctcmath.com and tell them we sent you.